Hi, welcome to Let's Talk About It, a podcast where a mother and son talk about national events as we see them, big events that we think are important to talk about. So here's Liam to introduce himself. Hi, um, my name's Liam. I am 11 years old. I love social studies and world events, and that's why I think it's important to talk about this stuff. And I'm Liam's mom, and I'm a school counselor and a therapist, and Liam and I spend a lot of time talking about really big, important events that sometimes can be hard to talk about. So this is especially true today. Liam and I were driving back from uh, a swim clinic, and Ian Crocker was there, so that was pretty He's cool. He's an Olympian. So Liam and I were driving back from that. We had three hours in the car where we spent part of that time talking about what we thought our podcast was going to be about this week. So we had planned to have a... This- what basically what's happening over the week or weekend uh, but he arrived home and bad news yeah like, so i had pulled up good. the new york times and immediately saw <clears throat> the news about um the shooting that had happened in texas in a church today we had just been listening to podcasts on our way home, so we did not listen to the news, so we were kind of out of touch until we got home. So that changed what we thought we were going to talk about this week, and instead we are going to be talking about guns and gun regulations and mass shootings uh, that keep on happening. So our format will be a little bit different in that we're just going to have this run um, a little bit more like a conversation. Liam will have maybe some questions for me, and I'll have some questions for him, but it's just going to be more conversation about what happened today and we're having the same wrap-up and stuff so yeah that's exciting all right so Liam when I opened up my computer and I said oh I think I know what we need to talk about today um what was your reaction when you saw the headline that 26 people had been killed uh in a church in Texas so my first reaction was like, yeah, that's an everyday thing. And then... Okay, say that I again. Thought, so that's a... that Yeah, that's an everyday thing? Yeah, that's basically been happening a lot because... Well, not an everyday thing, but... But, but here's like, the thing, though. a lot. It happens, like, right. a lot. Here's the thing that I, I'm going to pause you for a second because what I want to say no I absolutely agree is that it what terrifies me though or that makes me not even terrifies me what makes me so sad is that at 11 you see that headline and you're like yeah that happens every day um when I was at 11 or 20 or even you know 25 30 it wasn't something that happened every day and so the fact that that's your first thought is that it happens every day Thanks makes a lot, Trump. Well, it's not necessarily just his fault. There's a lot of people's. But it's basically saying it's basically white nationalists. Well, and sometimes it could be white nationalists, right? Yeah. And but we don't know that this was racially motivated. There's yet. It is a lot about. I think that about lawmakers being beholden to the gun lobby. Um, to money being people, lawmakers getting paid a lot of money 
from the NRA and other gun companies. And so they're afraid to, that's National Rifle Association, so Um, that they are often afraid to come out with rules that will limit people's um, access to guns. And so there are all sorts of guns in the United States and people walk in. So yes, sometimes maybe white nationalists. There's no case in this one right now that we're seeing um, where that's the case, but it's definitely somebody who has access to really high powered guns, being able to have those legally or maybe illegally and walk into places with a lot of people and kill people. So what was your other thought besides, yeah, this happens every day? Um, And then, so the, yes, this happens every day. And then I thought about it some more and I'm like, why? Like, why is this country so screwed in the head? (laughs) That's one of the things, yeah. And what is it? That's a great question. I guess, what what does that mean to you? Screwed in the head, what is it? Like, basically, uh, we're like, not in a good time right now. I mean, mean like, what about that time? And, I don't know, sometime in the 1700s, when there was not the Civil War, but like, when we were in like, Democrats and Republicans were a lot alike and that everyone would be happy together and no one would be angry and have to like do that stuff. What kind of stuff are you talking about? Mass shootings. Well, but there wouldn't have been able to be mass shootings. And so in that time, so you're looking at, hold on for a second, you're giving me a look. You're looking at two different things. So if you're talking about the 1800s, you're looking at a time where people... Um, where you're saying the government might have worked a little bit better together. Yeah, hopefully. besides the Civil War, though. Okay, besides Wait, was the Civil War. in the 1800s? 1860s was the Civil War. Yeah. yeah. 1700s was well before that. Obviously, we're talking revolution. But when you're talking about political parties being able to work together, which there were still lots of problems with parties working together at that time. However, there wouldn't have been mass shootings because the guns were entirely different than the guns that we see now. So the guns of the Civil War time would have taken five minutes to reload. They took a long time. So, you're, But now we're talking about automatic and semi-automatic rifles that can shoot off hundreds and hundreds of shots per second, um, which is really different. So when people talk about, you know, oh, it's our right, it's in the Constitution that we're allowed to have guns... That was a very different type of weapon that our founding fathers had talked about. And so now we're talking about weapons that nobody could have fathomed when our country was first founded. And so what, I mean, so there's certainly like, why do we have a system that lets people have these weapons that are so incredibly powerful? Yeah. Um, well... I'm not sure, really. No, I'm not sure either. And so here's the, but here's where I think people, it gets really sticky is because there's wanting people to be able to have access to guns and there's what kind of guns are we allowing people to have access to? Yeah. Right? And so like when I was growing up, your grandfather 
No, your great grandfather, Ray Ray. Ray Ray. We've talked a lot about Ray Ray before, right? Oh, yeah. And so he was an avid hunter, right? He believed really strongly in being able to have guns, and he had a ton of guns, and that was really important to him. And your grandmother, Mimi, was raised with a lot of respect for guns, as were we, because he talked about how to have them, how to take care of them. He also believed so much in gun safety that he had the guns so hidden that your grandmother didn't even know where they were in the house. Wow. He had them incredibly well hidden. And so I think that there's a difference between responsible gun ownership, which I think is totally... Which is hashtag Ray Ray. Yeah, hashtag Ray Ray. Super important. And I think there's tons of people who recognize that that's an important right to have and that there's a responsible gun ownership versus allowing people to have access to these weapons that can go in and murder all sorts of people at one time in these really fast ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you, what, what are your thoughts about it when uh, that first came up? Well, oh, that's a good question. When that first came up, I was, I think Liam, like you, I had a very similar thought of, oh my gosh, like this happens every day. It's getting a little bit tiresome. Well, it's, I mean, it got really tiresome a long time ago, but it's also like, it's not surprising anymore because it happens so often. Um, so there was that. And then my next thought was what, um, who was the shooter, right? Because I see such a different way that we respond to these oh, kind of yeah. things. So my mom said, like, okay, so this won't be... She's being sarcastic uh, and basically as, act, acting like the Trump would say, like, if it was a black person, then he would say it would be an act of terrorism. Well, and not even maybe necessarily a person or, of color, but like if it was somebody from who was like a Muslim refugee. Yeah, exactly. Or, from another country, we would look at it and entirely and all of a sudden there'd be all sorts of regulations and people would immediately be talking about it. And I'm feeling frustrated because today it's okay. So it's another white male, not white nationalist, oh, no, surprised. just a white that we know of, but just another white male who for whatever reason, we don't know motivation yet, walked in, but we will. what we'll hear a lot in the response is, oh, let's just pray for the victims, which is really important that we send up thoughts and care and love, but know like, oh, we need to talk and make um, changes right now to what's happening because another terrorist has walked into a church and killed a bunch of people. Instead, we don't talk about regulations. Whereas there was a terror attack uh, earlier this week. Yeah, in New York, right? And what was the response from the administration and lawmakers then is we have to look at immigration. We have to look at all of these things, and it's instantaneous. Yeah, because that was a guy from... You... Israel? Nope. Uzbekistan, oh, yeah. I believe. So we just... I think we have this... We don't pay attention to the terror that is being bred right here in our own country and that concerns me yeah a lot because it feels really like we're never going to have any forward movement so that was the no. thought that I had and it and it makes me really sad that you at 11 think that this is normal because it wasn't it didn't used to be normal yeah and it shouldn't be normal yeah that's true well the thing is that 
every two seconds or one second, two people die and one person's born. So that could be a old age or something, but that could be a way, right. That's a very different thing than. But, but at this part of time, I'm starting to think it might be of shootings or oh, of gun violence or murders or whatever. So Liam, I'm curious for you. So we've seen mass shootings happen in big concert venues, and you've seen them happen in. Oh my gosh, that country concert! Right. Yep, that happened. Yep. So you're seeing that, and you see it happen in churches, and you see it happen in schools. How does schools? Yeah, lots of schools. That's happened over the course of time. I knew that Liam that we were in big trouble and our lack of willingness to change our regulations when a guy went into a school and shot 20 some first graders and we didn't make any changes then when I when we accepted that as a nation um I started to lose a lot of hope and so what I'm wondering is for you when you see all of these things happen and movie theaters and churches and schools and concerts. How does this affect how you feel kind of existing in this world or walking in day-to-day life? Is it something that you think about? Is it something that... Oh, yeah. I think about that roughly 24-7 except when I'm asleep. What do, you, what do you think about it? I... It scares me, honestly. So the reason it's kind of embarrassing but I'm kind of like scared of the dark and the reason why is because I don't know if someone's in my room like and they're gonna kill me like I have those nightmares at night sometimes um and that's why that's why the you're afraid of the dark a little bit yeah and that's why I I have the closet light and yeah, but you know it's not anything to be embarrassed about, about yeah, being scared know, of something. But never mind. No, it's okay. It's okay to feel scared about things because we are living in a really scary time. And I don't know how, especially because you pay so much attention to what's going on in this world, um, I don't know how you wouldn't be a little bit afraid of that. There's a lot of adults, your mother included, who walk around afraid of these kind of things because we don't know how to make sense of it. Yeah, and also the concealed care rule Mm -hmm. or law that got passed um now i'm kind of afraid when i'm walking around town alone like i'm I'm like stay away from sketch stuff sketchy Mm, how do you know if something feels sketchy to you i just get this feeling in my the funny thing is i'm afraid of like really old cars like rusty maybe like kind of like old Mm -hmm. like like looks old and stuff and so when you get they just bother me so when you get that feeling that something is off what do you do walk a little faster Mm -hmm. and like kind of hide yeah like hide in plain sight yeah so finding ways that you can kind of conceal yourself a little bit and also walking a little bit faster. And I guess the important thing to know, Liam, is that anytime that you feel a feeling like something's not right, like always trust your gut Mm -hmm. that something might not be right. Like you might 
not be 100% accurate and somebody thing could be totally fine, but it's also really important to always trust what your stomach is tell- telling you. Yeah. And because it's often going to lead you in completely the right way. Mm-hmm. So what do you think are, I mean, this is a super overwhelming topic to cover um, and to try to make sense of what do you like, I don't know, what do you, what would, what do you think our options are for things that should happen? How do we change this? How do we make kids like you feel better about the world that we live in? Do you think that's possible? I don't know that we would have to have some big changes in the government for it to be like a lot better. So what would you like to say to lawmakers who look at these kind of things, who look at regulations or who, yeah, who look at regulations? What would you like to say to them as a kid who has grown up with this being your normal? Start thinking big and in that little small brain of yours. Well, they don't always all have small brains. Yeah, good point. Some, but some. I can hear the frustration in your voice when you're saying <laughs> that. I can hear the frustration in your voice when you're trying to say that, that it feels like there might be some small thinking. So you'd say start thinking bigger. What kind of bigger yeah, thoughts? Like if something happens, immediate thinking, probably. I'm just assuming this. Don't always assume things. I'm like just making an educated guess. Some people it's like, oh, it's all their fault mm. because they're some kind of race or something. Ah! So you want people to be a little bit deeper thinking. Look at the yeah. big like system out, problem. Like think outside. Like, oh, there's this kind of world. <laughs> Maybe not be so influenced by money, that that's the thing that's like be yes. influenced more by human need and human life and less influenced by the money that people might get. Yeah, I mean, what are your social skills? <laughs> How about what are values? What are the yeah. core values? Is money the core value or is it empathy and compassion and love for humanity versus what goes into somebody's pocket? Yeah. I mean, I know that this problem is bigger than that, but I think that that would be a good place for people to start. Oh. Is there anything that you oh. think that on a really small scale that your teachers or your parents could do to help make you feel safer? Uh, I don't know. Maybe build me a bunker. No, I'm just kidding. Um, maybe like have more, um, no, because kids need their freedom. Mm. So you don't want your freedom like, to be taken away as far as being able to walk around a little bit by yourself and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but like maybe if I could have a phone. Okay, that's not going to happen, and we're not talking about that right now. <laughs> I know, <laughs> nice but try. what if something like that happens and I'm alone? So yeah, but honey, if something like that happens, you having a phone is not going to stop that from happening. But a lot of people would be calling somebody at that point, and then the phone lines would be clogged up. I know that of having a phone might make you feel like that's would be, but I be safer. But I think ultimately that's a false sense of security that the phone would give you. Good point. Okay. Well, I don't. Sorry about that. How about if how does talking about it help? 
like the way that we're doing or if you talk about it with your teachers or yeah i think we should talk about it more like maybe in guidance or something yeah guidance or social studies <clears throat> well guidance is over now so maybe talk about it in homeroom homeroom yeah 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 if if if, if the social studies teacher is listening yeah let, let's talk about it in homeroom yeah. i think we should do that all right so talking about it more Liam, do you think that you can sum up this conversation in one or two sentences, or is it too big to sum up? Too big. It's it's too big to sum up. It would take me probably another five minutes to okay. sum Okay, how about up this? It. Instead of summing it up, how about what would you want to tell other kids your age who might be feeling nervous about this, um, about this kind of stuff always happening? Um... Be aware of your surroundings. Um, if you and if you feel something in your gut, um, listen to it. And if you like d- feel something, like don't do that or don't go there. Don't go there. And I think the other thing that I will say to everybody, you included, Liam, is that remember that even though there's a lot of awful things in this world, there's also a lot of really beautiful things in this world, and we yeah. can't take that away we can't stop and forget that because that's really important too that there's a lot of fantastic people there are really great humans out there and we have to focus on that as well and not just focus on the bad stuff yeah so that's what I would say all right so let's close it up a little bit more lighthearted than we have started um with our rapid fired questions so Liam what are you reading right now? I am reading Bridge to Terabithia. What are you reading? Oh, Liam, I love that you're reading Bridge to Terabithia. I am still reading Pulse, which I was reading last week, but I'm also um, reading, oh, it's called like Little Fires Everywhere, which is fiction but takes place in Shaker Heights, Ohio, and it is fantastic so i'm reading both of those books um but that means i'm not finishing either of them fast i don't know how you can do that i'm just i'm i'm just saying that i don't know how that's just how i roll all right leah what song can't you stop listening to Uh, this week thunder by imagine dragons because it's just still so good and i can also i can't stop listening to a song by a dubstep artist fat rat all right. Awesome. Yeah. Um, what song can you not stop? Right now, I'm on the Gracie and Rachel song, Only a Child, that we listened to today in the car, which I love. I went through a huge phase of it this summer, um, and then it just popped back into my daily listening, and I just love it so much. And now it's going to be stuck in my head for the rest of the night. Uh, Liam? What is your goal for the week? To um, always have a, uh, always have like happy thoughts in dark times um, and just be all, all around good person. Those are super great goals. I love that you're going to have, you know what, I think I'm going to steal that goal for the week is that when things feel super overwhelming to also find one piece of, um, 
something beautiful in the day, even if it's really, really tiny to find that small moment of beauty. And reflect on it. And reflect on it. Reflect on things. Thank you, social studies teacher, for teaching me this on reflecting. Awesome. All right, so Liam, it's been a great talk, and we'll catch everybody next week. All right, thanks. Peace.